It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. It uh, has been nice to see a few little droplets from the sky. I actually got to use my windshield wipers uh, driving in today. That was a, a pleasant surprise. Uh, of course, we're continuing to be worried about the weather, about uh, the heat, about the dryness, about fires, and about all things that cause those fires, of course, including fireworks. And we want to continue the conversation uh, about fireworks. There, There is a lot of confusion out there in terms of who can do what, when, where, and why. And uh, joining us to, to help us break it down just uh, a little bit here is Utah State Senator uh, Janie Iwamoto. And uh, so grateful for you uh, joining us on the line today. Oh, thank you for having me. Wonderful. So as, as we look at this, uh, I, I do think there's kind of this... Uh, a patchwork effort. Of course, you were part of some things that took place in uh, 2018 to help get some clarity there. Uh, and still we have sort of this patchwork approach uh, to who can uh, make decisions on whether fireworks should be banned or be able to be legal uh, at any particular time. From your perspective, where where are we really? Where do you think we are and what should we be looking for? Well, you know, this bill was done in 2018 to make restrictions on uh and clarify dates on when you can do it and legally discharge. And we shortened the days and the times um, because this was a big issue for uh, constituents and and also increasing penalties for um, those. And if it's in a restricted area, um, you are liable for all the damages. And so um, it's uh, the bill was done for that purpose, and we had all stakeholders together um, and it tried to expand the time, uh, like looking at different, uh, when you look a few years before um, and have a historical perspective, um, then you draw these maps in May. And then they're, so it's more understandable to people where that's banned and not. Now, with existing conditions like we have now, there's provisions that you also, you could you draw a map so it's easily identifiable to people. And although the bill does not allow specifically say ban, um, we know that areas like Park City have banned them and uh, Immigration Canyon, and um, they draw the lines on these maps with their fire marshals. And Holiday City has uh, banned it from 1300 East up when, in with the fire marshal making that decision with them and that basically is the entire city so uh, it gives the leeway but of course we know that the cities want to do the right thing for their citizens and um, that uh, they're the people that live there and their structures that are there and they want to do the best thing and not violate any law so um, uh, I think nobody these conditions are are critical this year with the drought and the heat and everything so I don't fault anyone for that. Um, and I think 
we want our municipalities to have that leeway to do what they need to do for sure. who they're responsible for. Sure. And uh, as mentioned, uh, many cities uh, throughout the state, uh, Salt Lake City, Mill Creek, Sandy, Cottonwood Heights, American Fork, Bluffdale, uh, have already enacted or are working to enact kind of their own patchwork bans. Uh, and yeah. uh, just a reminder that all, a list of each city's restrictions is available on the Utah Department of Public Safety website. That's an important resource for everyone. Uh, if you're thinking yeah. about fireworks, uh, that is a thing. The The last question I, I, I have for you, Senator, uh, is there there has been a lot of uncertainty, and, and that always worries me uh, when we get that from officials. Uh, and is it clear uh, who can ban uh, fireworks. And is that something that we need the legislature to get some clarity on uh, or some sort of, uh, again, we're kind of patchworking it. Uh, is it clear? And how do we make it more clear who's uh, who actually yeah. is the, mm-hmm. where the buck stops? Right. Well, I mean, you know, that is the, the some of the arguments that have been coming to us, too. And we are going to relook at the law Whenever you do state law, it's hard because you have to, it's for the entire state. And there, you know, that's why I think local control is so important because some some municipalities, their constituency may want it and it may be okay in certain areas. And so that's the hard part. I think it's really important that the local um, municipalities and they have their best interest in heart, they're closest to the people. And I think that giving them that uh, local control. So it's not a, and maybe it's a patchwork. I, I guess there's uh, the governor had mentioned a statewide ban, and and who knows that power may be looked at and see if he, uh, our governor he or she can uh, do that. Yeah. Um, but I think they have also the state's best interests at hand too. So we look at this every year, and we are going to look at it again to make sure. And conditions are changing. Conditions are very scary right now. So. I um, am, uh, you know, I can understand why local leaders, they need to, they don't want to violate state law. Sure. And they want to do the best for that. So we want to support that. I want to, um, and I, you know, I've worked with this with uh, Representative Dunnigan, and although the bill does not uh, say total control, um, a lot of people feel it gives them that authority sure. to do so. But if it's it's causing any kind of concern, um, we should be looking at everything on the table for uh, yes. what we can do to support our municipalities. Yeah, fantastic. Utah State Senator Janie Iwamoto, I appreciate you joining us uh, on air today. Appreciate your work on this one. We'll continue to follow this uh, as we move things forward. And uh, Thanks. Thanks, Senator. Appreciate that. And uh, just as we round out uh, hour number one, uh, again, I, I think it's important for each of us as citizens to make sure we're stepping back and doing our evaluation uh, in terms of our engagement, what we're going to do. Uh, I do think it's a challenge as well. Uh, this has been one of those we were just talking with uh, Representative Chris Stewart about, you know, what happens when when people don't step forward and say, here's here's what we know, here's what we don't know, here's what we've got to figure out, uh, because then we end up with a lot of uncertain trumpets, uh, uncertain signals. And the one thing we know about the American people is when they have an uncertain signal, they, they're not going to act. They're not going to act in a way that's going to be in the best interest of everyone in the community or the state or the country. Uh, and so we, we have to have certainty and some certain signals, and we hope we get more of that, especially when it comes to fireworks. 
uh, our heat wave and uh, fires and drought. Uh, we need certain signals if we're going to get the right things done. Stay with us. Much more to come in hour number two of Inside Source. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.